I'm Ryan Flaherty, Senior Director of Performance at Nike. I train some of the world's best athletes, like Serena Williams, Russell Wilson, and Marcus Mariota. Today, we're focusing on how training can enhance life well beyond the gym. And there's no one better to talk about that than actor Michael B. Jordan and trainer Corey Kaye. You're listening to Trained, presented by Nike. You have to be serious about something, you have to put the time in, you have to work, and you have to sacrifice for the things you want. Life isn't just one big party, it's not one, you know, great time. You have to learn things, you know, along the way, and especially when you're younger, if you build that into the foundation at a young age, those are the tools that you'll carry on for the rest of your life. That's actor Michael B. Jordan. He and trainer Corey Kaye have been working together for years, training for all of Michael's films, including his most recent role as Adonis Creed in the movie Creed II. Before we get to the interview, I wanted to give you some insight into Michael and Corey's relationship and how their bond can help everyone learn how to set goals. Watching Michael and Corey interact was incredible. Together, they've created an unstoppable force in Hollywood. They're constantly pushing each other's career goals alongside their own. They've got a relationship that goes beyond trainer and client. It's actually very rare that I see that type of long-lasting bond. It's like they just get each other, and they said it's been that way from day one. I've been training athletes for over 13 years, and throughout my career, I've only had that bond maybe with three or four athletes. Those athletes and I share one common trait that allows us to create that kind of relationship. It's our unstoppable desire to be the best at whatever we do. There are athletes who want to make it to the NFL, but once they do, they plateau and become complacent. And then there are those that win championship after championship, and they want to win more. And that's how I feel about my career as a trainer. I never want to stop learning, and I'm constantly looking for ways to become better at my job. That's what I've noticed between Michael and Corey, too. They're both constantly striving to be the best at what they do. Michael's physical ability has created some of his most iconic roles, and Corey continues to push Mike beyond what either of them thought was possible. But it's not just the shared desire to be the best. Above all, Michael and Corey's relationship is built on a foundation of trust. And I know from my own experience, it takes time to build that type of trust that they share. But ultimately, it's what makes their bond so strong and allows them to continue to push each other with each new role. I'll be the first to admit, not everyone can afford a personal trainer. But we all can strive to be the best at our craft. It's all about setting goals, never settling, and surrounding yourself with people who also want to be the best. And when I say be the best, I don't mean knock out everyone around you. The most successful people I've encountered, including Michael B. Jordan, strive to be the best they can be whatever that means to them. They focus on breaking their own personal records or exceeding their own expectations. And most importantly, they find people who encourage them to stay hungry and support them along the way. Coming up, we'll hear more about how Michael and Corey set goals and how they've cultivated a long-lasting relationship. My interview today is with actor Michael B. Jordan whose physical fitness has gained him and his trainer recognition well beyond Hollywood. Despite a crazy schedule, Michael's been able to set himself apart from other actors with the help of friend and trainer, Corey Kaye. Michael, Corey, and I unpacked Michael's daily workout routine, his eating habits, his sleep schedule, and the way he practices mindfulness both on and off the screen. We recorded this episode with Michael and Corey in a boxing gym in Atlanta where they were filming for the day. You can check out that content on IGTV by following at Nike Training on Instagram. Now let's get to the interview. 
Hey, Mike, Corey, we really appreciate you guys taking the time to join us today. All good, man. Thanks yeah, for having me. Absolutely. So, Mike, when did you start taking training seriously? I think for me, when I was young, I've always been pretty athletic. I always mm-hmm. played soccer, either swimming, um, baseball, basketball. I've always, always doing a little bit of everything. And I think the training element came into play once— I want to say probably right around Friday Night Lights. Okay. You know, yeah. really prepping to try to become a quarterback. Mm-hmm. I, I never played football before. I never played organized football. Flag football was something totally was yeah, one yeah, thing, but yeah. actually putting on pads and stuff was something totally different. So that was what really geared my mind into like training. And I think I didn't officially start training until I met Corey. Okay. Yeah, and that's and that was when it was like, okay, cool. This is what I got to eat. This is what I got to do. I have to be consistent at this, and I have to put myself on a routine and a schedule to see X results. Right. And, and I think that's when I really started to like take it like full on seriously. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So how, how does your sport background being an athlete, because when, when you watch you on camera, you definitely have athletic body and you move like an athlete does. Do you guys incorporate, you know, sport and how you train for playing sports? Do you guys incorporate that in any way in your training or um, is it most of the training you guys do in the weight room? I think for us, it's one of those things where, you know, we wanted to figure out what role am I playing? Okay, mm-hmm. so first thing we were doing, what was up for us was Creed. So, tried to live like a boxer as much as I could. So all the stuff that boxers would do and train and kind of with like, you know, any of those exercises, that's kind of, that's what I did. So mm-hmm. swimming um, was, was a big part of it, getting the cardio up. He would let me, because uh, I hate running on treadmills. <laughs> he was like, all right, you like to go play ball, go play ball for like, you know, an hour. That mm-hmm. would be your cardio to start and stop up yep. and down. You know what I'm saying? Getting your heart rate up and, and getting getting uh, burning those calories off. So that was that was one thing that we incorporated because he knows I, I love basketball. So that, that was definitely something that we incorporated into the training. And then, yeah, weight room. Um, you know, Corey is a fighter as well. So he knew how to, you know, hold the mitts for me and stuff like that. Yeah. So we would, we would get into the ring and, you know, he would he would – when we were trying to define what a style Adonis was or what kind of fighter was it, we wanted to bring some of that brawling, you know, into it more of a, we wanted to just give some texture to who he was as a, as a fighter. And Corey was definitely Absolutely. there to kind of help me kind of like put me in the right direction with that. Yeah. Corey, so what does the program look like? I mean, what is some of the stuff you're doing with, with Mike to get him ready for that, for that role specifically? Uh, when we first started, it was, it was a lot. I remember us being, one particular day was at my apartment complex and I made him swim first do jumps in, in and out the pool. Then we went inside and started weight training. Mm. So like he said, the, the it was... Day, the day I almost died. <laughs> I, I still remember that day. Like this, this was living in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And I was like, all right, we got to take it to the next level. Because when I start seeing results, I'm like, I'm like a junkie for it. Mm-hmm. I get excited. more. I get excited. So I got to go and go and go. So, you know, outside of nutrition, like it's like early in the morning. If I come into LA, it's, he's sleeping, knock on the door, mm-hmm. get up. We running this big old hill. You know, later on in the day, we're going to lift weights. It's being very active. And the thing is, I like tricking the body, so you never know what I'm going to do. And it's always pushing yourself to the limit. So it was very rigorous when it came to the training sure. because I needed to get his body to do things that it's never done before. Absolutely. Yeah. As a trainer as well, the training athletes, I think people always ask me, well, elite athletes are not like me. I can't relate to them. They don't have the same problems I do. And it's like, no, actually, actually they do. It's just that I'm over there knocking on their door, getting them out of bed, getting them working grabbing the hamburger out of their mouth and mm-hmm. making sure they're eating a salad instead, you know. <laughs> Can you talk a little bit about, like, some of the the normal things, that, and even you, Mike, too, how, some of the normal things you deal with that people may not know, like some of the struggles you have, whether it be, like, you know, sweets or can't, can't as he's eating gummy <laughs> worms right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you like this right quick. It's tough, man, because you want to have that comfort food. You want to have those things that you really, really want. I'm a sucker for trail mix mm-hmm. with M&Ms, not the regular ones. <laughs> yeah. I kind of gave it to him. You know, and, and he does it now. It's like if you go to any trailer's house, 
You got to have trail mix there. Mm-hmm. But we all want that. But I believe that you should work for it. When you guys are getting ready for a role, how many weeks out do you guys generally start preparing for that physically? Three, four months. Okay. Yeah, I, I've been fortunate, honestly, with schedule and timing that I knew about a lot of the physical roles way in advance. Mm. So even with Creed, I knew about Creed when I was shooting Fruitville with Ryan. Oh, wow. You know, yeah, so like yeah. I had that much time in my head to start taking lessons, to Got really you. start like boxing and getting the, the, the foundation down. So by, by the time we started filming, it was like, cool, muscle memory was already mm-hmm. there. So like if we're like three, four months out, four months is like the perfect time for yeah. us to kind of really get right for a role. Okay. When you talk about timing, because it's funny you just brought that up, I was just, we were talking about this at Nike last week about mm-hmm. how most people that say why they can't stick to a plan or st- stick to a workout or stick to whatever their their diet is they don't have the time for it mm-hmm. you know someone like you same with you Corey, I mean i can imagine your guys schedule especially around shooting is is really really tight i mean you guys are going all day i'm with you guys today on the set and it's just been non-stop H- how do you squeeze it in how do you find the time to do it is it just is that the one part of your day that never gets interrupted or h- how do you guys work with that it is a combination of the will you know, like the the discipline and the sacrifice, you yeah. know, honestly, it's like I would shoot all day, be dead, tired and just think if I don't do this, what, what, what is the, How does that how does that affect me? You know, am I going to not look my best on screen? Then when I'm you know, when I don't see the results that I want, who do I have to blame as myself for just not sacrificing and do it? You know, mm-hmm. so instead of that extra hour that I might be, you know, playing call of duty or on the video <laughs> game playing 2k or something like that nah I'm, I'm gonna put the sticks down and i'm gonna go to the gym and, and get this cardio in because i have to do it because it's yeah. part of my job you know mm-hmm. so honestly to look good on screen is to make it as believable as possible and i just like to be authentic as much as i can so so it's really about the willpower that you yeah. have and then i've been blessed to have a trainer that's willing to like you said slap the food out your hand <laughs> knock on your door yeah. if i don't you know he has a key the key to all my places so it's like he he comes in hey you gotta get up time. You, it's yeah. time it's time to do it. Yeah. You know? So I think it's a combination of all that, and and I'm a super competitive person, and I and I I, I have to be better than I was before, mm-hmm. and I want to be the best. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. I, no, so, so I, I, I I have to kind of put the work in. Corey, what about you? Where does your you know drive and motivation come from? I want to be the best. I'm I'm very competitive like him. I, to get him to do things, we have a great relationship, and it kind of started like kind of like day one mm-hmm. I felt like we came in each other's lives at the right time and he's like a little brother to me so I'm on a, I always want him to do better mm. and I always want him to be the best so when it comes to training him I realized that there was no one out there that was bringing some heat to the screen that was like because I'm, I'm a bodybuilder so I, yeah, I like yeah. for a body to be aesthetically perfect as, as much as possible and I'm, I, I wanted to be the best and I always said I wanted to be the best celebrity trainer, top trainer in the world. May not be that, but I'm up there in that conversation. Mm-hmm. And that came from him. That came from me doing what I do best to him for, so the world can see it. Yeah. And, like, I'm I'm never satisfied. Like, I, every time we get on screen, I always tell people, if you thought that was it, just, just wait. wait. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Where does that come from for you? Like, where does where did that start? Who, who kind of inspired that in you? That- I think my dad, honestly, the work ethic. You mm-hmm. know, my dad's a Marine, you know, so mm-hmm. he kind of, yeah. I kind of grew up very, uh, you know, you have to be serious about something. You have to put the time in. You have to work. And you have to sacrifice for the things you want. Life isn't just one big party. It's not one, you know, great time. You have to learn things, you know, along the way. And especially when you're younger, if you build that into the foundation at a young age, those are the tools that you'll carry on for the rest of your life. So for me, my dad really always taught me what discipline and sacrifice was and oh. it just i just apply that to everything that i do in life honestly yeah so um and I, i'm super fortunate for that we'll take a quick break 
But we'll be back with more from Corey Kaye and Michael B. Jordan. So stick around. We've been talking a lot about how Michael B. Jordan and Corey Kaye train. To learn even more, check out the Train Like Michael B. Jordan collection in the Nike Training Club app. There, you'll get a full look at Michael B. Jordan's training and find some of his best tips to train for your goals. Find Nike Training Club app on iOS or Android. So you do a lot of physical movement stunts on camera. What's your recovery look like? I mean, what do you do on set to recover to be able to get back and bounce back? And this, I mean, for both of you guys, whoever wants to answer, like, what, what does it look like for recovery? I think I never even thought about recovery until I met Corey. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, before that, you know. You just like sleep? I'm, yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, you can finish working out or something like that. You know, stretching. Who stretches? Like, yeah, like who yeah, does that? Yeah. And then you realize, you know, as you get older, you're like, nah, you mm-hmm. better start stretching. Yeah, yeah. You ain't yeah. bouncing back mm-hmm. like you used to. Like, wait, I'm sore for three days. I used to, I used what's to be, wrong with me? I used to be fine the next day. <laughs> so I think recovery for me, um, what's really worked, especially through the boxing, is I learned to love ice baths. Mm. You know, I mm-hmm. think that was the thing for me to really. It. Those are the worst, man. <laughs> See, yeah. the trick for me is you got to get in lukewarm water and then pour the ice in. You can never, you can't put the ice in first and then uh, get into it. You know what I mean? Because that that doesn't work with our anatomy. Okay. Like giving that. us tips, bro. Yeah, that's, that's a good it. way around everything. <laughs> you got to temper the body. Mm-hmm. You know, until it, until gradual, it yeah, gra- gradual. Yeah, gradual. Yep, so, yep. Smart man. That was <laughs> man. So I, I think um, ice baths for me, uh, sleep. You know, making sure you get you know whatever your magic number is. You know, just try to get as much sleep as possible because your body is recovering during that time. I mean, Corey sure. can speak to all that, but. Um, and see what else massages massages yeah yeah body but, work but yeah. personally I, I like to get stretched you know yeah. and adjust it mm-hmm. you know I, I feel more relaxed knowing that my body got stretched you know what I'm saying like whether it's my back my shoulders my arms my legs you know just really getting a good good stretch and then like I love getting adjusted like hearing my spine crack you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. like just getting just, just popping some things and just getting things loosed up yeah mm-hmm. that's kind of like I got recovery what about, what about you what, what are some of the things that you're having him do from a recovery standpoint I mean everything that he said ice baths we went to a uh, different places to get him worked on, chiropractic, physical therapist, you know, stretching him and yeah. stuff like that. But we were we did a lot of stretching for Creed too, just because I knew what we just came from from Black Panther to size and what I what, what we doing for Creed too. The more intense the body is, the more your head has to recover. And Mike doesn't always sleep a lot. He wasn't sleeping a whole lot mm. at the beginning of the movie. It was very very little, like maybe three or four hours. Oh, but wow. then you have to be on set, boxing for twelve hours and. People don't know, like, that was really him. He's boxing the whole time, mm-hmm. going over and over again. And food helps with recovery as well. If you don't have the right nutrition in your mm-hmm. body, your body won't recover. Yeah, Your body needs the right nutrients to recover. It has to have the right amount of uh, uh, nutrients to have in the body to recover. And vitamins as well. Yes. You know I mean? Vitamins are really important. You know, like, naturally, you know, everybody's body is different and, you know, deficiencies in certain yeah, areas. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to go ahead and figure out, like, where you're low at. You know, what, what, what can you do to help? you know, supplement, you know, the amount of energy that you're using and, yeah. you know, you already know. So it's, uh, that was something that I really, 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 um, you felt different on. from, yeah. 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 Just like whether it's, uh, you know, fish oils or, you know, even oil of oregano, you know, really mm-hmm. helped me out a lot, you know, you know, vitamin C, vitamin D, you know, I very low vi- vitamin D personally. So yeah, yeah. that was something that I had to make sure I kind of bo- got a boost. Majority up, so. of us actually, man, I think most people I've, mm-hmm. yeah, I know we're vitamin D vitamin deficient. D. So that's mm-hmm. a big one. What, what are, like just talking on nutrition now, because I mean, your body is one I think a lot of people from both Creed and from Black Panther people are like, how the hell do you do that? Mm. So what are the, nutritionally like? What what were some of the things you guys were doing, you know, for the, to to achieve that look? And 
just to share with people that are listening, maybe something they can start to input in their lives. I mean, that goes back to my bodybuilding background. Mm -hmm. His body won't change without the food. So the diet was, you know, five, six meals a day. Mm -hmm. Um, I played with the carbohydrates. Protein stayed high because I needed him to have enough protein to have that muscle on to actually stay. Um, Like I said, the carbohydrates, when we needed them, you know, I put them in there. Um, We start off at a base of carbohydrates and then I start taking out and moving around. Some people have a blueprint of like, okay, this is what we're gonna do week one, two, three. I never did that. Hmm. Because the way we trained and what we did, his body will always change. Just when you think that, okay, we're gonna cut the carbohydrates, it's like, nah, go eat a pizza. You know? And I'd be like, what? That's a trick. This is a trick. This is a trick. This is a trick. <laughs> a trick. Don't believe you know, me. I'm trying to test it's, my will. Yeah, and yeah. it's because I know what his body needs. Sometimes if we have a long day, you know, it's like he wanna have a cheat meal like he had the next day. I'm like, nah. You need to be right here, and it works. So it's, it's very rigorous when it comes to nutrition. It's, it's just like I do. I train somebody to work, to train, to train their body. It's the same thing with food, you know. But a, a normal person, I say a good five or six meals a day, or three or four meals. It depends on the type of person. A balanced uh, meal, proteins, carbohydrates, and fats balanced out throughout a meal. You know, I think that can be good for a person with a good uh, workout regimen. But with him, it's very, it's very particular. It's like. I know what he likes to eat. You know what I'm saying? I know when he needs to eat. So I'm able to do his diet and move things around just like that. Cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So there's a shoe that you guys designed with Nike. um, And on the shoe, it says power, legacy, and purpose. Exactly. Can you explain that, what that means to you? I was trying to find words that that inspired me, you know, that would inspire other people. And uh, through the lens of Adonis, what were the things that he really cared about, Hmm. you know? And I think legacy for him is, like, really important, you know? It's it's something that, you know, being in his father's shoes of Apollo Creed, trying to build his own legacy, you know, try to become his own man. That's something that he's constantly going through and and, and fighting towards and fighting with sometimes, um, you know, throughout the course of these movies. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I really want to put into, you know, in the brand, into this capsule collection. Having a purpose, you know, every punch, every move, every every move that you do in the gym, um, in the ring, everything has to have a purpose. You know, there's no wasted movement. So that's something that I really want to, you know, to have in there. And that also translates to, to life as well. You know, I think any move, I look at game, you know, life like chess. You know, every 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 move on the board is a, has has to have some type of purpose. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important. And then power to have that power, physically, power mentally. Yeah. Um. Uh. You know, that power is just the it just kind of. This is a trifecta. Yeah, just yeah. Trying to make a trifecta. So the shoes, something that I designed with the Nike team and everybody over there was super, super creative. And uh, yeah, we just wanted different elements of of Adonis and Creed into the into the into the shoe. So there's a lot of little you know illustrations and little uh, little anecdotes inside the the, the sole of the shoe. Yeah. And it's, it's very very detailed. So if you really look at the shoe, you can find pieces, little breadcrumbs. Of, of, of the, of yeah, the it's Creed got a little legacy. bit of a, like a boxing boot to it too. A little exactly, bit, so yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's awesome. What about Corey? You got any taglines or words that you that stick with you that you like live by? I mean, take it easy. <laughs> He's got so many. Go ahead, go ahead. I just take Give the, him the gym. I just take the words that he said. You know, when you say think about power, legacy, and purpose, you have the power to create your legacy with a purpose. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. That's good. Look at you. Look at you, boy. That's why you do what you do, man. Look at, I like that. I like and that. You, you think about that in the lifestyle manner because all of us, you know, we have to leave this earth one day. What we're going to be remembered as, mm-hmm. and create your legacy where people can be proud of it and say, you know what, that's something that I want to do, something I, I want to try to accomplish one day, and living your life with a purpose every Preach. day, waking up mm-hmm. with a purpose, Preach, knowing where you're going and what you're doing and why you're doing it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And that's what I think about when I think of power, legacy, and purpose. I love that, man. That's awesome. I see why you train with them. Uh, <laughs> last question, real quick, Mike. You answered legacy about. Adonis, but what about you? What's your? What do you want your legacy? Yeah, to be? I mean, hearing him talk. I mean, that's kind of that's what I preach all the time. Is like. 
you're on this earth for a short, short amount of time, man. Like, what are you, what, what impact are you going to make? You know, legacy is super important to me. I'm inspired by so many people and sure. so many different things. So, like, I could look at a business and be like, wow, that, that X, Y, and Z, you know, that person's probably been gone for years, but we know what he, we know this, this business, Absolutely. we know this company very well. And it's still like, this is a product or this is a, like a Steve Jobs uh, Steve, or something. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like Steve Jobs is gone, but look at how his, you know, legacy through his hard work and sacrifice, look how it affects the world. Look how it affects, you know, every person that uses an Apple product. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, you know, uh, you know, look at look at Nike. You know what I'm saying? Sure, yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. It's 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 a brand that will forever be recognized as you know one of the top, if not the top, worst apparel brand. Period. Mm -hmm. And it's not and it, and it and it transcends sports. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that's kind of what it is. I just don't want to be pigeonholed into a lane of any sort. Like I want my legacy, my brand to be universal and be global. You know, and I want it to not just be you know just because known for the, the movies that I do. It's like no, how do I impact my community? How do mm -hmm. I you know uh, you know uh, impact you know the the economy around my community? You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? How do I how do I how do I create intergenerational wealth? You know, mm -hmm. amongst people in my community is something that that we don't really have or yeah. we don't really have that many examples of. So really, you know. Looking at Oprah and what, you know, Puff did with like, you know, creating their own networks and Ben Tyler Perry, what he does as far as, you know, as far as building his system and, and business and corporation and, and have his own studios. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's the level of thinking and ambition that I've always had. And, and it's something that affects my my day to day no, no. decisions. Yeah, it's funny you say that because I've talked to a lot of, you know, young athletes about this, but it's. When you pay attention, because you, you just named a lot of people right there. And I think one of the big things I always talk about is, you know, success leaves clues. If you if you look at the, some of the most successful people that you that are successful in your eyes, right? So not everybody wants to be, you know, have a lot of money or whatever. It could be a great family or whatever it is. But if you pay attention to what they say, how they talk or some of the words they use or, you know, little nuggets they leave behind. And if there's something that they all share, that's something you should absolutely adopt in your life. And something like what you just mentioned is like all of those people share some very common denominators, which make them successful. 1, and so I think that's like there's there's tons of, you know, rich richness in what you just said. Like, what about you, Corey? I mean, I could say the Barack Obamas, the Oprahs and everything, everybody, but be honest with you, Mike. Oh, man, come on. No, this is real talk. Oh, I, okay. Because I watched him from when we met in a small town, and I watched how he has conducted his business, how he's grown into the, being the actor who he is and the man who he is and how he runs his business. Mm. And I try to copy my team, my business, my lifestyle to how he has because if he did it correctly, and I, I was there watching from the background, and I see how he do I see the mistakes he's making, how he covers up for his mistakes and gets better. It's like, you know what, he's like, he's become like a, a role model to me on how I want to be my company and myself. And I mean, that's just the honest truth, not just saying it because he's right here. No, no, I love that, man. It. It's, I love it's, that. it's something I paid attention to and I appreciate and respect. Absolutely. I wish I had three hours to talk to you guys, man. It's been it's been amazing. Thank you for, for sharing, you know, what you have. And I think people that are listening are going to get a ton out of that. I mean, it's just, there's so much more than just training or just, you know, you're acting or you're training. It's just, it's, it's, it's deeper than that. So I just appreciate you guys man, sharing same this. Same here, so, man. Same absolutely. Yeah, man. Great, yeah, great, great meeting. You. Absolutely. Something that really stuck out to me was how MBJ has made his training not just something he does to maintain his physical fitness, but it's actually a lifestyle. So many people, I think, believe that you, in order to train and to reach goals and of fitness, you have to work out in the traditional ways of strength training or traditional forms of cardio or going to boutique fitness classes. But what MBJ talked about was the fact that he actually uses basketball or swimming and jumping in a pool as his form of cardio or exercise that continues to allow him to get to his goal of whatever he's trying to do for his role, but 
um, he has fun with it. And it's a lot, what allows him to maintain a lifestyle of working out rather than it being a fad or a trend or a season of his life that he struggles to get back into. So something that allows him to maintain it year round is by making it fun and adding sport in because that's something he enjoys. So I think what's really important and the takeaway I pulled out was that we should all find that thing for us that we find fun that still is cardio and still gets us to the goals that we have for our physical fitness that allows it to be more of a lifestyle rather than a fad. And if you like MBJ's training and his story, you can find more in the Nike Training Club app. Trained is produced by Nike Training Club Pro. To join the premier network for fitness professionals everywhere, go to nike.com slash ntcpro. The best of Nike, exclusively for trainers. Thanks for listening to this episode of Trained. Please go rate and review the show. It means a lot to us. It's how people find us. If you haven't subscribed yet, please don't forget to subscribe. And we'll be back in December with season two. I'm Ryan Flaherty, and I'll see you soon. Consult your doctor before engaging in an exercise program of any kind. Use good judgment and common sense about your own fitness level and ability when engaging in a training program. If something doesn't feel right, stop immediately and seek medical attention as necessary.